are listening to Astrology Today, coming to you live from the beautiful Sunshine Coast and Powell River, which is situated on the traditional lands of the Klahoman Nation. I will be your host, Maureen Reed, and I am an astrologer. And... We're going to have a permanent guest with us, Jill Kirby, which she is an astrologer in Victoria. Welcome, Jill. Speak. Hi there. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) We got it figured out. Okay, now I need to start recording. Okay, there I go. Um, Yeah, so today's episode, folks, is I'm just checking everything on my console. Console, yeah is all about Scorpio and um, just to give you a bit of a heads up in case people don't know uh, typically sun sign Scorpios are born between October 22nd and November 22nd now that time can shift slightly and it does every year Um, and in ancient astrology the ambassador for Scorpio was Mars but Jill (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and um, some of us other astrologers use uh, Pluto as the uh, the newer version of the uh, rulers of astro- of of Scorpio. Yep, exactly. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. And to me, to me, it's a it's a good fit. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, and so what you're going to find over the next uh, weeks and months as Jill and I start doing this on a regular basis is you'll get a chance to compare and contrast um, an ancient version because I'm updating or not updating, but I'm uh, shifting to the Hellenistic perspective, whereas Jill is, is sticking with what um, what you've been practicing for years now. She never stopped. She's been doing it for several years decades Decades. there you go and so yeah so each of us will find a way that the stars speak to us and I saw actually I saw a tweet I'm now on Twitter (laughs) don't ask Um, but anyway um, I saw a tweet by uh, a fellow professional astrologer and he sees astrology as open source mystical language and I went wow what a good way to put it yeah open source and so each of us brings our own perspective to it and yeah okay so back to Scorpio now um, with either Mars or Pluto that's the ambassador wherever you find those planets in your chart they will have a direct bearing on how your Scorpio circuits will function and the other question that always pops to my mind, and so let's, let's see if you and I can puzzle some of this out. Mars-Venus or uh, Venus-Pluto, but very mm-hmm. different than Mars-Venus if it's Aries-Libra. And oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, very different. So from my perspective, if I use Mars as the ruler of Scorpio, um, to me it's like ex- Uh, exquisite transformation of form that turns into life so an alchemical process which is way different than just finding balance between assertiveness and passiveness Um, Mm -hmm. yeah so what how would you phrase that 
Well, you got such different qualities to those two signs. I mean, they're both fixed signs mm-hmm. and the most fixed signs of the fixed signs. That's right. So yeah. Stubborn? Uh, no. <laughs> some some call it persevering. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it, there's, there's um, but a solidity. There's a solidness to it, and uh, you know, and fixed signs are stuck. There's, they're dug in. So mm-hmm. there's a, um, you know, a, yeah, a, stu- a solidity there, a solidness of you know, tangible stuff with Taurus mm-hmm. and Scorpio. It's like the emotions are extremely tangible. They are. Ooh, yes, you know, yeah, yeah. They're deep, very strongly felt. Whether they're shown or not is all other thing. Yes. But they, they are definitely there in full force. There's no question, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so the balancing act that we have is very different between oh, yeah, those two. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The signs are always different qualities. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, so let's just go from the ruler down to... Yeah, so, sorry, oh, the other thing on that yeah. is it's not just the fixity, it's the, the quality of the element. Yes. You know, you're not dealing with fire and air anymore, which yeah. is light. You're well, dealing with yeah. heavy. heavy. You're, you're dealing with heavy stuff. Water sinks to its lowest level, which is... <laughs> not <stark> always. <laughs> oh, maybe. <laughs> it does. If you let it flow, it goes downwards, never up. <laughs> that is true. That is true. And Earth is solid. Earth is what we yeah. we rely on. Yeah. So Earth can contain that water. Absolutely. So it's a very different dynamic from that perspective. As yes. Well, very just, good point. Very good point. Yep. Just the quality. Yeah. Throw yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we have Scorpio as water sensitive, psychic. Some say um, merging transformative, empathetic, fully emotional. What would you add to that? Yeah, I think there's there's a depth there that people don't always see because there's also that tendency to want to... I think, it, for me, what what's interesting is to look at the symbol that's used to mm-hmm. represent the symbol. Yeah. And, and with Scorpio, we have the scorpion. And scorpions are, you know, we think of them as dangerous because they have their stinger. Yes. <laughs> and if, if they are threatened, they will use that. But they don't just look for trouble. They're no, they now. don't. Yeah. They hide. They want to stay away from you. So they're not going to use that stinger unless they're in danger. Yeah. And the Good other point. thing about, yeah, my, my middle daughter loves the bug zoo here in Victoria. And she loves holding the scorpion. I watch from a distance. <laughs> <laughs> from a distance, Yes. <laughs> because not because I'm afraid so much but they talk about how how delicate these creatures are oh they have, they have an exoskeleton and it's right right and that will break very easily if you drop oh. a scorpion you kill it basically so I wouldn't want to hold it because I'd be afraid I might get freaked out and jerk my hand and it would, you know. and it would die it would hit the pavement and that yeah. would be it ha I did <laughs> not know that that shell is cracked it can kill them so, you know, that's that's an ah. interesting thing to think about in terms. So I think they know how vulnerable they are, just as Scorpios do. And that's why hmm. they want to hide that vulnerability. 
Yes, at, well, and that's true, I think, and all the water signs, and they just pick different ways of yeah. protecting themselves. Yeah. Good but point. Because the because the depth of the feelings is so profound with mm-hmm. Scorpio, mm-hmm. not that the others don't feel things, they're more likely to express what they feel, though, Yeah. in, in, in yeah. some way. Yeah. Whereas Scorpio... No, that's that's they're gonna hide that as much as they can. So you don't see it. I think often you see Scorpios; they don't seem that emotional. No, not not typically unless you get them going. <laughs> yeah, I do like the Scorpion. They, you know, they, they might use their stinger on you. <laughs> so from from my perspective. Um, you know, of course, I'm I'm biased uh, with yes, uh, four four, four planets in Scorpio. So you know, I it, you know it's my tribe, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Um, so mm. what I of course have focused on is my own experience of it, which is oh. realizing that um, I can do ecstasy and you know, I can do psychotic rage. Um, and I find sometimes that uh, society would prefer it if I would just be happy and sad. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So for me, I've always uh, in my practice, I you know, when I run across someone with a strong uh, Scorpio circuit, whether that's the ascendant, the moon or the sun, um, especially those three or the ruler of the sign of the ascendant yeah. is in like Scorpio. Mars Scorpio. Yeah, like Mars and Scorpio. Yeah, like Mars and Scorpio, exactly. You know, which obviously Mars is quite happy there. Um, anyway, that to let them know that, you know, you have that capacity to be in those extreme states and to be, and to hold the container for those extreme states. Um, cool. You know, I know in my own life that I found myself um, hanging out with people who are close to death when lots of other people are like running in the other direction. So I've come to realize that that is one of the gifts of Scorpio is to be able to hold space for, you know, the heights and depths of human emotional experience. Yeah. 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 And my my experience just, yeah, I have Mars and Scorpio in my first house. It opposes my moon in Taurus. So I can speak to that moon, that Taurus Scorpio. Right. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. But for me, um, as a child, I would, I would do rage. I mean, not at people, but I'd get frustrated with things, doing, trying to do something, and just. <laughs> but I think part of that was there was, I lived in an environment where I think there was a lot of unhappiness, anger, and stuff right. going on. Yeah. None of it was expressed. Exactly. And I, yeah. And I think psychically, I was, I was like holding channeling. And, yeah. And like. The the circ the uh, call pressure release for it in the family. Yes, but yeah. but what held that in check was my mother, my moon in Taurus, <laughs> <laughs> my Taurian mother. Yeah, uh, who you know, and she she would send me to my room till I could be nice. Oh God! Oh God! <laughs> so you're talking about that whole thing of yes. society. Well, that's what society wants you to. It's oh, not yeah. okay. It's not okay to do anger. Yeah. No, exactly. Yet, um, you know, society is rife with the consequences of styming that. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of people who, I mean, at least now in society, the idea of raising children to understand and how to be with their emotions 
like emotional intelligence. That piece is starting to come into society, which is... A little bit. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit. Oh, and no, I agree. It's got a long ways to go. Okay, yeah. so some of the archetypes then that this is from um, Stephen Forrest, detective, sorcerer, hypnotist, um, and... I see some of these archetypes more strongly represented uh, when the ascendant is Scorpio, especially yeah. the hypnotist. Um, although you know I have Aries rising, so you know I can I can work the the look. And I have to laugh yeah. when I meet Scorpio people, and they're like, "Oh well, I'm not that powerful. I'm not that intense." And I go, I always pause and go, "Okay, so when was the last time you used the look?" And they all yeah. get sheepish, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I go, okay, yeah, that, that, that's the intensity. Because for those of us with strong Scorpio circuits, it's relative. You think it's normal, right? Yeah. And that, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. What other, yeah. do you have other archetypes that you associate with Scorpio? Hmm. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I just, I, I think the, the detective is the researcher in some ways, because they'll, mm -hmm. again, the next sign, if there's an interest in something, they want to go right to the bottom of it. Yes, yeah, and they don't stop, and it <laughs> takes forever, and... Yeah, particularly yeah. with Mercury and Scorpio, because they're the yeah. curiosity. Hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, I think there's a tendency with that. It's all or nothing, basically. Darn. I <laughs> <laughs> I see it as an all or you know it's yeah. it's, it's got to be all or nothing and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. to the death <laughs> 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 okay, uh, so what else have we got? We can, okay, so negative side, vengeful, compulsive, jealous um, let's see and then then we're gonna look at sort of how it plays out um with the various planets or ascendants. Let's see, anything else I wanted to say? Um, yeah, so mentally we've got life mission, uh, perceptive, penetrating, secretive, um, psychic. I don't know about the psychic. You know, that, that one always has struck me as um, what I do see Scorpio's having is a really good bullshit detector for emotional congruency. Yeah. Which yeah, is which is different than the happy pictures in the head, which I've met enough psychics to know that that's a real thing. It's not yeah. these people yeah. don't make this up. Um but when it comes to people saying, "Oh, I'm fine." That's when Scorpio yeah. goes, "Yeah, bullshit." <laughs> Yeah, well, that's that's I think what was going on in my family because right my Mars and Scorpio was picking up on something that was definitely not congruent with yes <laughs> yeah what he was trying to make seem everything's fine yeah right? it, yeah no, yeah you can feel it and I think yeah it's a it's a, it's a it's um it's an emotional side it works on feeling it works on emotion so yeah yeah for yeah. sure and and I think this the more I think intuitive is a better word than psychic right I yes it, I would agree a, there yeah that makes more sense yeah powerful intuition yeah um which you know sometimes they can't even put words to it but it's yes. there yeah you can feel something's off but you don't know what maybe but yeah I think there's a lot of 
And the other thing I often um, counsel folks that have strong Scorpio circuits is you may know that the person in front of you is not congruent with what, you know, what they're feeling and what they're saying. But it's not necessarily in your best interest to point that out. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, and so... And that's something that I think, I know for myself, of course, I have Aries rising, so I was really yeah. bad at not <laughs> pointing it out. Um, and other rising signs will probably, you know, have um, a little more, um, what's the word? Tact. For tact. There you go. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I got the Libra rising. Yes, <laughs> yes. Because that can, it's not always useful because it can drive the other person even further underground. Well, besides which, we all have stuff of which we are consciously unaware. Yes. I mean, and and until we're ready to acknowledge things at conscious level, it needs to stay there because otherwise it would be conscious. Yes. There's a reason we're not conscious of that yet. Yet. And, ah, you know, we can, yeah, I like that. Yeah. Ideally, what we do is kind of help ease them in that direction without. Yeah. That you thing. might you might want to look here. Without poking your finger on that sore spot. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> <How's that feel? laughs> Somehow I think we've had this conversation before. <laughs> it's a good one. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we've talked about. Okay. So with the. Um, um, the ascendant. I think defensive is. I don't know that they're attacking so much as defensive. Well, you need to you need to be aware of what your intuition is telling you, um, because there's no point being open to uh, attacks from someone who is emotionally incongruent. You know, like yeah. yeah. No, I, I meant I meant more with with Scorpio itself. I think. Hmm. Uh, again, going back to the scorpion, like they're not going to come at looking for trouble. No, but no. They'll defend themselves. Right? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. You yeah. Know, Aries is more likely to go looking for trouble. <laughs> no, I've got both. Oh, yay. <laughs> Although I have gotten myself out of quite a few things, I must say. Yeah. 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 yeah and but it's not on purpose. And it's, no. It's, but there's just a directness with Aries that. Yeah. Scorpio doesn't have Scorpio doesn't go at things directly. The water signs tend not to go directly at things. That's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh features intense brooding, of course the Rasputin eyes. Um so Scorpio rising, the one that um, that I have uh, actually discussed in previous episodes is Neil Young. Um, and he's got I he's got other pieces there as well uh, besides the rising I think it's his son as well, and um, so there is this intensity of presence. Um, I've got right. a yeah a long term girlfriend that also is Scorpio rising. She has Moon Saturn there as well, and uh, formidable <laughs> would be the way to put this. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think you do see it much more with the um, with the Scorpio rising, the physical characteristics. I think that's true of all the rising signs. Really. Yes. Or, yeah. Exactly. Know. They're they're on display. They're, yeah, it's it's you know you often people will look much more like their rising sign than yeah. their yeah than the sun sign or their moon sign, depending on how the emphasis is on the chart. 
Yes, exactly, exactly. Okay, so if your son is there, um, what kind of strikes me with this one is the heart of, and these were the, the two terms I came up with, uh, witcher warlock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's the heart of. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, okay. I think there's a, an element to that I can agree with. <laughs> okay. All right. So moon, we've kind of talked quite a bit about this one. So ecstasy and rapture down to um, psychotic rage. And I think emotionally, definitely, um, although I don't have a moon here, uh, that they can hold space for mm. that kind of energy. Yeah. Do you know anyone yeah. that asks? Well, I, my, my one girlfriend does, and I know she can even, because she's Pisces, she picks up and, you know, you can be many hundreds of miles away from her, and she can pick up the signal of when someone is really distressed. But she's also yeah. got the Piscean circuit to back it up. Right, yeah. I, and, that, of course, that always makes the difference is the context in which it's placed. Yes. But, yeah, the Scorpio moon, I, I, well, I, have, two, I have two of my daughters have a moon Pluto, or, yeah, moon Pluto conjunction. In All right. <laughs> which is perhaps similar. I, I don't know. I mean, I hear, I, I look that up and I say, oh, the terrible mother, and I go, oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, I think there can be a lot of dark feelings with a, a moon in Scorpio. Yeah. Scorpio. Yeah. You know, I think they might be prone to depression because they do do the depths. And yeah. Well, exactly. Exactly. If they can't get themselves out of those depths, then again, it, you can get stuck. Yes. But yeah. it is a fixed sign. I That's think, right. Wherever, yeah. Wherever you have the Scorpio planets, uh, you can get stuck into. You know, that circuit yeah. and have a hard time getting out of it. Yes. Yeah, I I know for myself, um, because uh, the other sign that can get sort of stuck is uh, Capricorn and my two lights, you know, bridge those two. Um, but what I, at least with my Capricorn moon, I, there is a sense of humor or irony or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, because I, I have been in down the depths, obviously, with the Scorpio circuit. Sure. Yeah. But, you know, I've often commented that it's almost impossible to hang on to a good depression just because somebody will walk by who you know has it worse. Well, I think, but I think there's a there's a significant difference between the, the cardinal sign of, of Capricorn. Yes. Oh, and a fixed uh, it, sign. It, it, it's it's a rigidity. It can be very rigid, mm -hmm. but it still has that cardinal aspect of able to move forward. Yes. Yeah. Which yes, is I'm very grateful the, for. The Scorpio piece is more. Yeah. It's a fixed sign and it's fixed water and water goes to the dark the dark the deepest yes. you know, point if it's flowing it doesn't flow uphill so yeah you know if circumstances take you there it's going to be that much harder yes emotionally yeah. to get yeah. out of it and i know but, in my in my own work that i've had to do on myself um that there are a few well one in particular corner of my psyche that um yeah it i've not been able to access yet 
Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, before I leave this plane of existence, I will access it. But <laughs> so that sort of speaks to what you're saying, the water going to that depth and it being quite fixed. Yeah. 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 yeah I think, you no, know, I, I have I have a, a son-in-law who is a Scorpio and he, you know, I can see why he had a very difficult childhood kind of stuff. You know, there's always reasons. Oh, yeah. But he is, I think. Well, I think he's clinically depressed. And when you are, you can't just get your... I mean, nobody wants to stay there. No, they don't. Nobody wants to be in that state. Yeah. But how do you get yourself out of it? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and, you know, talk therapy doesn't go all the way to getting to the deep emotions much of the time. Yeah. You can talk... Well, and and it could be that um, on a physical level that Scorpio is um, connected with the amygdala, which is, Mm -hmm. you know, the sort of earliest... Well, it's the first piece of the brain that develops. And I know in my case that um, it forged a path to, um, you know, taking over my psyche very early on. Yep. And when yep. it does that, it shuts everything else off, right? Your rational brain, yeah. all the rest of it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's true with my Mars and Scorpio as well. I mean, it's in my first house. It's early in my life. Yes. It, so, I, yeah, I think there's reasons for the way people are. But, yep. you know, you have to have compassion for people who are wherever they are. Yes. Because... Yeah. Nobody can know what it's like to be them. <laughs> that is true. That is true. You don't have to like them necessarily, but <laughs> strive to understand a little bit. Yes, yes. Okay, so Venus, if you've got Venus in Scorpio, this is, and for me personally, I have Venus there. Um, I bond for life, irregardless of whether the person wants to be in my life or not be in my life, and they don't have to be in my life. Um but if I make the connection, it's permanent. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, that's that fixity again. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I've given you this piece. And you get it. <laughs> <It's yours. laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. That. For for sure. Yeah. Well, and I think, but I think Venus and you know, I mean, we they talk about Scorpio as being a sexual sign, and I think there's, I think the sexuality. I don't think it's as much about the, our image of sexiness no, as, it, no. as it is about the whole life-death cycle of, yes. oh, which is what Scorpio is about, right? So yep. it's powerful stuff that we, yep. never get close, we never get closer to another person than we do with sex, right? Yep. We yep. come as close as we possibly can to being one with another. Physically. Exactly, yeah. So and and you know, natu- in the natural cycle, Scorpio is eighth house, which is where we merge with others, right? So yeah. There. So with Venus there, our concept of that, you know, value and and attractiveness and stuff is going to go into that. Yes. Of- yeah. Yeah. So the bond for life thing is, mm-hmm. you know, definitely. And so obviously that can get folks into trouble if they're not um, paying attention to what they're bonding to. Yeah. 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 There has to be a level of awareness. And then, of course, the other side of that is the, you know, um, possessiveness could be a problem. Yeah, I think that comes from, I mean, Venus is about our, ultimately about our self-worth. 
I mean, it's yeah. about what we give value to, right? And so in our own chart, it's about our own self-worth. It's in Scorpio. Yeah, that pulling on the Taurus side of it more. Yeah. Yeah, and we need to feel it deeply. We need to feel we are worthy, <laughs> you know, yeah. emotionally. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's a big piece, you know, because yeah. there's a lot of, that's, that's, there's a lot of people who don't have that. I'd say most of the people I run into don't have that. Yeah. Well, and so we're also looking at the fact that uh, Venus in that particular sign as Mars is exalted or not exalted, but it's in it traditionally it's in its own sign, yeah. but Venus is yeah. in its fall. And yeah. so, yeah, whenever a planet, and this is, you know, sort of from the Hellenistic perspective, the planets in their fall, um, they have to look to the ruler, whether or not it's going to support it or whether or not mm -hmm. it's well placed in order to mitigate some of that. But just in and of itself, it's not going to function as easily. And then also with Hellenistic, it's whether it's a day chart or a night chart. Um, right. Yeah. And that either takes away strength and operational effectiveness or, yeah, or not. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and you know, Venus is very much about our our sensuality, our sense, you know, mm -hmm. sense in terms of its rulership of Taurus, the sensual world, the yeah, physical senses, not the emotional senses. So you're putting that physical into the emotional, yes, in a very deep way, and it's yeah, yeah, it's, it's either going to work really well or not. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay, so Mars, of course, um, revenge or to die for you. Um, and I, su I suspect that Mars and I don't have Mars and Scorpio. You do. Uh, would mm -hmm. you be capable of dying for someone you loved? I don't see Mars as being about somebody you love necessarily. Ah. It's about Mars is about what I want, what I'm going to go after, what I, you know, and okay. also about about setting boundaries for yourself, keeping yourself safe. Ah, As you okay, it, okay, it, it, okay. It has a lot to do with that amygdala you were talking about. Right, good point. Oh, I'm glad you're, yeah. Because see, it's very difficult for me to to get out of a Mars in Aries perspective because yeah. I have, yeah. you know, Aries rising, even though Mars yeah. is, you know, stupidly placed in <laughs> Libra and everything has to be fair. Um <laughs> But that is a good point. Thank you. Yeah. You, you you might fight for the other. Oh, I would. I would. Yeah. Mars and Libra, right? Because yeah. it's always the other end of the beam. You might not fight for yourself, but I'll fight for others. Yes. Um, well, right? there's... Okay, fine. Enough about... <laughs> so, yeah. I no, I'm, I'm glad you pointed that out. You know, you, you obviously, like the Scorpion, you're going to fight to the death for yourself if need be. If need you be, know, yeah. And, yeah. and that only happens if you're pushed into the corner. And oh, yes, no yeah. And and there have been a few people yep. who have been on the receiving end of that. And and hopefully it's not a lot of karma, because <laughs> I don't really want to have to do laps with some of those people again. But you never know. <laughs> okay, so moving, I'm going to, I'm the one in charge of our timing here. So um, yep. Jupiter, of course, to have Jupiter in Scorpio, that's every 12 years. The last crop was uh, spanned between 2017 and 2018. 
Um, and I went looking for people who had prominent uh, Jupiter and Scorpio, and I found people like August Rodin, the guy that did that amazing sculpture stuff, Tonya yep. Harding, mm. Kurt Vonnegut. Mm. Yeah, who was, you know, a, kind of a, a, a writing idol from our age group. <clears throat> Georgia O'Keeffe, a painter. Uh, Sally Fields. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So her portrayal of that one woman who was fighting for a union thing. I mean, that would have, she would have been able to tap into something just inherent in her own character. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think when we get to beyond beyond Mars, the Jupiter, Saturn, and the mm -hmm. rest, because they affect people from, you know, a wider, you know, mm -hmm. span, I think they, you know, it's, it's less meaningful to talk about isolated charts. Okay, uh, so the ones that I picked, the, yeah. okay, so the when I did the search, I looked for people yeah. that had either this on the 10th or on the 1st or right. conjunct the sun and the moon. Yeah, because right. then, then yeah. that's, I agree. Otherwise, you won't, it, it can be quite a dumb note, but it for these folks, yeah. I did, they were the ones that had it. Okay, well, so of course with Jupiter, whatever it's affecting, it sort of expands it. Yes, exactly. So in Scorpio, it's okay. So the other one was Carl Sagan. Oh yeah. Okay, which makes sense, right? And the other one was Charles Manson, who had it in his seventh house. Right. <laughs> he's, a, he's a fairly Scorpionic. Type yes. Of <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> okay, so um, past Saturn generations. Okay, so those of us born 1953 to 56, and then there was a little piece between May and October of 56. Um, so that uh, puts uh, Bill Gates, um, Katy Perry, and Whoopi Goldberg all have Saturn in Scorpio. The other generation is 1982 through 86 must be 84 and then just recently October 12th or October 2012 2014 and then into 2015 yeah mm -hmm. yeah so we also have um, just some other people that people might want to look up for Scorpio Rising Katy Perry Whoopi Goldberg Caitlyn Jenner mm -hmm. Renee Magritte a painter our musician Neil Young and Aaron Sullivan the astrologer, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Jill and I would have known her when she was still here in, well, she was in Victoria for quite a while. And then um, she's gone Isn't to she England. Back? Oh, is she gone back? Yeah, she traveled, She moves around a lot. Yeah. She may be back. That's true. I don't know. She was back in Victoria for a while. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I don't know. I haven't run into her, so I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, me yeah. neither. Okay, so we have some charts to look at, and I am going to attempt to share screen. Uh, there it is. And so that we can talk about some of these folks that have uh, strong Scorpio circuits. And that is not the screen I want. All right, can I find it? There we go. Okay, this is one that Jill suggested, and but I've got it in the whole sign, which 
I'm not sure does he, yes, no, he would still have. Okay, so what you're going to find when you go up to my website, and eventually I suspect Jill will put this, this kind of material also up on her website. She uses Placidus, which is a quadrant-based house system, and I use the Hellenistic version, which is whole sign. So some of the charts will have different style of house cusps. Um, and do you have his in your Placidus? Yeah, I do. Yeah. So anything, is there, do you have any intercepted signs for him? I don't think so. No. 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 Okay. So is his son in the fifth in yours or in the fourth? No, it's in the fourth house. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to just start off with my little take on it from a Hellenistic perspective. Mm-hmm. And um, the, the fifth house is one of the good houses, yay. Um, and in Hellenistic terms, um, they're good fortune houses. The best ones are the fifth and the 11th. Um, and so creativity, fifth house, um, he's gonna benefit from his children. I looked, when I first did his chart, because um, I have him on other episodes, that Venus-Saturn conjunction, I thought, oh, he doesn't have any kids? No, he has kids. So um, it has probably more to do with partnerships in business is my suggestion here because that Saturn, of course, is ruler of the seventh. And his longtime partner, I believe they have split up. Um, I don't think that partnership has been maintained. I think he broke away from no, it. No, and Melinda? No, no. Um, the guy that he started. Oh, the guy. Yeah. yeah the, guy, the guy he tried to steal, who, yeah, his, his um, lifelong friend from childhood. Yeah, exactly. With, who, when, when the guy had, was going through cancer treatments, Bill tried to steal his shares of the company. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, so that Venus Saturn does play out. But um, it's interesting that the creativity of, of doing what they did, um, you know, it's, I guess what, what makes the most sense is the level of power that he now um, yeah. has, right? And of course that, uh, uh, it doesn't really, the power piece doesn't really speak directly to, the, to his company. And yet it does. I mean, that's it, there's a, an interesting phenomena there with, um, you know, he's got that moon up there uh, in the 10th uh, opposite uh, Mars Mercury. Well, I think we're, we're talking about Venus in her Taurus clothes when she's with Saturn there. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Material, material things. Exactly, um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, his power comes from being able to not only acquire but hold on to material. Exactly. <laughs> so, and um, Jill was, um, I'm actually going to hand the reins over to Jill next week. And, um, and she's going to talk about some of the big uh, conjunctions that are occurring um, at this time. And look at that, well, we are, Jupiter we are, conjunct Pluto in Bill Gates' chart. The vast yeah. movement of money. Yes. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, and it's a wide it's a wide square, but it's squaring that Venus Saturn. Yes, well, exactly. That's what I was looking at. Yeah, there is a huge huge need to acquire, or or, an or ego be power. Need. Yeah, just have the power the and ego need to have the power. And I, you know, when I see Venus Saturn like that, I see it as a not really feeling loved. Yeah. And, of course, and I, his bios don't speak much to his childhood at all. They just, of course, focus on his accomplishments. Yeah. Yes, yes. And really, yeah, I don't know that he's accomplished much other than acquiring great wealth. But, <laughs> yeah. um, well, he positioned himself well in doing that, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. his mother worked for IBM, which is why he was able to sell his Microsoft system to them. Oh, okay. Oh, well, there yeah, you go. I did not know that. Mom up at the top of the chart there, honey. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yes. Um, yeah, so, but I think, yeah, the, the, need, the ego need to acquire and, and attain wealth yeah. is huge. Thing with yeah. that Venus, Saturn, and that yeah. Jupiter. And of course, that uh, we were talking earlier about fixed signs, and of course, there is that fixity there, you know, oh, yeah. to hang on, to cling. Okay, I'm just watching our time. I am yep. going to switch to, let's see now, can I do this? See, this was, let's see, who else do we have? Oh, okay, so <laughs> speaking of significant Scorpio circuits, um, okay, so this, the one that I've put up on the screen is for a whole sign. And so from Jill's point of view, the first house doesn't start until her rising and it would have Jupiter there, but it is Scorpio rising and it would have put all yes. that other Scorpio in the 12th house. But yes, it does. <laughs> this is one heavy duty Scorpio lady. Yeah. yeah. That's why I thought it would be good to look at her. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Holy you do much more Scorpio than this. Exactly. Well, you look at not only the Scorpio planets, but look at the what for me is a twelfth house little stellium of Chiron, Venus, and Mercury. Yeah. Square Mars, Pluto, Saturn, and look at how close uh, Mars and Pluto are to each yeah. other. You've got yeah, the two big rulers. stick in the park. Big you don't have to decide. You don't have to decide which ruler of Scorpio you're dealing. No, you've got both together. Where <laughs> Saturn? Can you get more intense than that? Yeah, she would have been funny. an interesting president. I don't know. Oh no, I think I don't know no, if that would have been a good thing. I don't think so. There's too much, too much violence in that Mars Pluto Saturn, and I don't know about her. Her childhood or anything else I can't speak to it but what I have have found with clients is the ones that I've seen with that Mars Pluto Saturn conjunction yeah generally have had sexual abuse when they were children yeah well men that's are, yeah are, that's a possibility are, definitely and what's and interesting is of course with the square to the 12th house there yeah um, we've also got that same combo that happened early in uh, 2020 with, but it was in Capricorn. And of course, we yep. also had Jupiter there. And, you know, it's interesting when I'm looking at the forecast material, one of the things that's always occurring to me is, oh my God, somebody's being born with this stuff. <laughs> you know? I know. <laughs> you know, and you're just like, okay. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, her chart, I mean, again, I I think she's probably a ruthless, ruthless person. And I, you know, I don't say that as a judgment. I think there's reasons for it. I think she probably. Oh, look at that. Mercury is stationed. So that is a very powerful Mercury. Yeah, I think she's, and it's exactly squaring Saturn. Right. I think you've, you've got a very seriously, you know, damaged, wounded person here. Right. You know, and yeah. then we've got this Chiron conjunction in the 12th there in Scorpio. A wound is deep. Yep. Yeah. Very, very deep. The, the <laughs> moon in Pisces, though, must add some mitigation, we would hope. I don't know. I, I, think, yeah. it might, I think it might almost exacerbate it. In terms of, well, it yeah. may if okay. So in my my perspective here, it's in the fifth. So it could be yeah. that she is a little bit mellower with her own children. Well, it's in the fourth in my yeah. take on it. Well, and, and it squares and it squares Uranus. So oh yes, yes, yes. I, I see that. She, I don't. Think she does mellow. Yeah, she might <laughs> so, not. She might not. I'm sorry. I don't think with them Mars. Saturn conjunction squaring all that. I was just trying to to save her a little bit. (laughs) You know, I wish her well. I I I have compassion for her. Whatever she's been through is what's made her the way she is. Oh yeah, no, exactly, exactly. But yeah, I I wouldn't want to get on her bad side. (laughs) Ah yes, no, no, I agree, I agree. Both sides. (laughs) Okay, so our next one, yeah, because we have time. Okay, Condoleezza Rice. And yeah, so this we've put the Scorpio all up there in the 10th house, and it would be so in Placidus as well. Um, And, you know, so she was what the uh, go to person for Obama and the military? Or no, was it foreign? Darn, Uh, I forget. She was not, was she not Secretary of State? Yes, exactly. Yeah. She, she was what Hillary Clinton became. Yeah. Secretary of State. Yeah, there you go. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, a- able to walk the halls of power and not miss a beat, able to speak to power and not miss a beat, um, able to form relationships with power, Sun Venus, and not miss a beat. Yeah. 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 And then she'd have that sort of um, every man connection with that Aquarius rising and Mars there. Yeah. Yeah, and aloofness as well, I think. Yeah, yeah. Which, you know, if you're going to step out on the world stage to that degree, having that. that, That's her mask. I mean. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. A good one to have. Moon and Cancer is conjunct Uranus. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and we'll troll in that Sun Venus, so you got a lot of water there you want. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to you don't want to display that. <laughs> no, no. And I'm sure she you know, she probably had a you know, a padded room somewhere where she could let loose. <laughs> Might have been yeah, who knows. Although she may, you know, she you know, behind closed doors because that is sixth house so yeah it's possible that people or you know I mean again that can can also the moon thing can be also health yeah yeah 
Yeah. yeah. But well, a very a very demonstrative public version of Scorpio. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 And again, being she needs, she wants to have the power. She wants to be out there in the world. Yep. Yeah. In, exactly. In the, in the seat of power. Yep. And she managed to pull that off. It'll be interesting. I'm trying to th maybe one of the charts I could put up for next week is now that they have actually declared Biden as president. Is well, uh, the Kamala. The newspapers have, I think. That's not exactly official. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true. Um, the newspapers are trying to uh, declare him president before it's an official thing. So I think we need to wait on that. There's too much controversy around this whole thing. Well, okay. Okay. We can agree to disagree. Anyway, Kamala Harris's chart will be interesting because this is an old man and stuff can happen when you're under, yeah. you know. Yeah, there's a lot of talk that that's the, that's the actual plan is to install her, set, set him aside and put her in place. Ha, that would be interesting. With, yeah. We'll see. We'll see, yeah. exactly. I mean, we are in very interesting times. Oh, yes. Oh, anything yes. can happen right now with the state of this, these planets that are going on, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Okay, yeah. so we're going to switch. I got to, we got a little less than nine minutes to do um, a bit of an overview for. So this exercise, I've posted um, what I'm going to go through up on the website for those who have either Scorpio rising, Scorpio sun. Um, if you have other planets, this isn't going to be quite as directive, although depends, depends on who I'm talking about. So I'm gonna start with Pluto, who has been providing a lovely sextile to Scorpio circuits since 2008. We'll continue to um, sextile Scorpio circuits until 2023. And, uh, but a sextile isn't necessarily um, a have to. It's, it's an energy that you can work with. And when I think of my own example, which was 2017, 2018, um, I also had Pluto on my Chiron. And I did make significant headway in my own personal work. Um, but I'm thinking with a sextile, it's not a given. What would you say? No, I think, yeah, I, I <clears throat> don't see sextile as being a tremendously strong yeah. aspect, nor, nor one that makes things happen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It indicates, you know, a lot of action. I yeah. see more the, the squares. Yeah, exactly. As, as engendering action. Yeah, so for Scorpios whose birthdays are early in the sign, this particular um, support from Pluto, if you can call it that, is kind of past. Um, and uh, let's see now, we have uh, from November 13th, 14th till the end of the sign, uh, Pluto is available to make that sextile. Okay, and if your sun sign is between November 15th and 18th, then it will directly sextile your sun in this coming year. So it's, it's energy you could draw on. Now with Saturn and Jupiter, of course, this past year, they have been in Capricorn. 
but we are about to do a significant shift. Yes. Yes. So we'll have Saturn <laughs> in Aquarius. Now it did do a drive-by or dipped in uh, from March till July of this year. So if you have Saturn in early degrees of um, the fixed sign of Scorpio, you would have noticed this, and I I did notice it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, but, and this is also, of course, um, a Saturn return for folks that were born between February of 1991 to May of 1993, or July of 93 to January of 1994. This is your first Saturn return. If you were born, so the folks who are having their second Saturn return, um, if you were born January 1962 to March 1964, September 64 to December 64, this is your second Saturn return. And you're going to, it's going to be kind of snazzy later in the year when Saturn catches up to Uranus, which I'm sure over the next coming weeks and months you and I will chat about. <laughs> yeah, I would think well, yeah, I think we'll I think we'll notice that. One. Yeah, so this is this is a square energy, and square energy is definitely Saturn comes knocking on the door. Now, my take on Saturn is it's reality testing, and um, you know is wherever Saturn falls in your chart. So, for instance, with um, Scorpio rising, it would be down there in the fourth. And with whole signs, of course, not necessarily in Placidius, but um, your, you know, the reality of the foundations that you're standing on, are they going to work for you? Are they not working for you? What needs to shift and change? But there are other ways to look at this. So how would you look at the square from Saturn? Um, yeah, I think, I think, but I think you need to define reality and, and mm -hmm. it's a very common. It's the concrete reality, the reality we perceive with our senses, and also the reality that is kind of the um, consensus reality of society. Ah, okay. Yes. The Saturn, Saturn is, you know, we're getting out to the planets that really affect whole cultures, really. A whole yes, exactly. Generally, and I think they do affect the how we see how, how what, what the cultural context is in a way what yeah. the agreed upon you know this is our reality right now yes <laughs> do we all agree yes yeah yeah exactly so, you know i think there's and it there's a rigidity with saturn it's yeah saturn you know it can it it may be asking you to be more disciplined yes um, oh yes yeah. saturn yes yep i agree there uh, totally Discipline, you know, discipline's an interesting word, you know, to whom, to whom are you a, a disciple? Ideally, well, there's that are, side of it, yes. Ideally, you are a disciple to your inner self, which is, you know, being more authentic. Yes, and, yeah. You know, so, yeah, you know, I mean, Saturn's an interesting planet. It, it gets a bad rap as the bad guy, um, and I don't think he is bad, but not always, he's not fun. <laughs> no, no. Reality, yes. Yeah. Jupiter's fun. Jupiter's got the joviality thing going on. Yeah, by yeah, yeah, yeah. Saturn does not. Saturn's yeah. father time and he'll cut you down and all that, all yep. that stuff. And it is that reality of we live in these bodies and we are limited in that yep. sense. Exactly. 
Okay, so I'm going to cruise a little bit faster. We've got less than two minutes here. So Jupiter, of course, it only takes a year to go through a sign. And right now it's kind of almost lined up with a year as we count it. And so it will add a note of expansion um, and humanitarianism, we can always hope. Uh, but it will be making a square to the the Scorpio folks. Um, so generosity and maybe don't get up on your high horse too often. Um, you know, Scorpio can kind of be forceful, maybe. <laughs> mm -hmm. I think it, and being open to new possibilities. Yes, yes, that's a good point. Now, for some of us, Neptune, who has been in Pisces since 2011 and will leave in 2025, um, <clears throat> This year, he's going to cover this, the degrees of 18 to 23 of Pisces. And so if you have Sor Scorpio circuits between 18 and 23, um, you might expect an imagination boost. You may be delusional. Yeah. And you may have some, some uh, you know, hits of major sensitivity to the energetic world that is not normal for you. Yeah. I'm looking forward to being delusionally successful <laughs> as it's trying my son yes why not <laughs> you dream on <laughs> i will i will okay um uranus is in taurus and of course he entered here in 2018 uh this year he's going to cover the degrees of 6 to 14 of taurus so obviously creating that wonderful opposition to us scorpio types um yeah. Yeah, and uh, so expecting upheavals to deal with tsunamis, earthquakes, literal or real. Yeah. Yes, his last kick on my, my moon and Mars. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm down to 38 seconds, so I am going to have to wrap up. And you have been listening to Astrology Today, coming to you live from... Uh, Powell River, and this is CJMP 90.1 FM, Powell River's community radio station. And thank you, Jill. And we will talk to you folks next week. And do we know what our topic's going to be? Uh, to be announced. <laughs> to be announced. There you go. Okay. Take care, folks. <laughs> This is a rebroadcast of my radio show, Astrology Today, which aired on CJMP 90.1 FM, Powell Rivers Community Radio Station.